0: we played montreal today but there were no joseph sightings because he literally just got to tampa like yesterday or they're actually in orlando so funny or joseph is joseph joseph signed with montreal to go live in orlando for a couple of weeks
1: just outside the perimeter and just a little more outside the perimeter of Atlanta, Georgia, where we said be in venue at a much warmer venue. That's the first genuine laugh. That's the first genuine laugh from either you or Kristen that I think I've that's ever gotten because it was, in the that's years of doing it's this.
0: It's funny because it's French.
1: Oui, oui. It is the 5 Takes Podcast and we are back.
0: We're back.
1: Like uh, new Taylor Swift albums. Are we at the point of producing as much content as uh, Miss Swift now? Or what era are we in?
0: 1989.
1: <laughs> I guess um, she. the next album from uh, Tay-Tay is the Tortured Poets Department. So Taylor Swift has written an album about Tottenham Hotspur. Hmm. How about that?
0: I don't know how I feel about you. You're just being all gloaty because Chelsea won today. That's right. In a match that really doesn't actually mean anything in the greater scheme of things, but you did uh,
1: it's a cup. It's the FA Cup. It's better. You, you know, we're we're in a cup final, by the way, in the uh the carabao gummy bear energy drink cup. Um, if you've never had a carabao energy drink, good. Uh, I've I've had one. I found it at I think it was DeCab Farmers Market, or it might have been Buford Highways Farmers Market. It's horrible. Instant it, regret. Yeah, it tastes like carbonated expired hope. It's really bad. Um, and we're gonna win a trophy in that. That's drink full state. of carbonated
0: expired hope. That sounds so
1: Chelsea. <laughs> Speaking of expired hope, Chelsea plays Liverpool. In that final, in like two weeks' time. So, well, you know, we uh, at kids. least we're in a final. At least we we did the business against Aston Villa today, 3-1. Three big boy, goal, big boy goals for Chelsea Football Club. After immense pressure, after a really intense press conference from uh, your old boy, Potch, things are not going well. Lots of rumors of players wanting to leave, disgruntled. Tiago Silva's wife popping off on Instagram. (laughs) Um, Yeah, not great. So it was a pretty contentious press conference that he gave the other day. Rightly so. He's trying to defend his job. And he is constantly the face of this club because of Clear Lake Ownership Group and Todd Boley. They're never there. And none of the players... I, I don't blame to, him to him so I it's, if, all it's all on Poch. it's all on Poch. and if I owned Chelsea
0: work. football club I wouldn't be there either
1: <laughs> You would um y- y- you would try to do what um I'm blanking on her name Ted Lasso she tried to take the club at first why am oh, I forgetting this?
0: Hannah Wadding uh Hannah yeah. Hannah yeah, yeah the, yes, the why can't I think of wow Yeah
1: I'm I'm blanking now but anyhow, you know, and then they turned her character around. But first, she was just buying uh, the greyhounds to just tank them. I feel like you would do that with Chelsea,
0: Rebecca. You would buy
1: the Rebecca. Thank Rebecca. you, Rebecca. Please, can't believe I forgot that. I fully believe you would buy Chelsea just to tank them, even though you don't really need to. We're doing just fine on our own. But maybe just like Inter Miami, we were talking about this the other night, how they're not kind of built for the grind of a full season maybe just cup tournaments to be fair i don't know what chelsea is built for i don't think we're built for much but we seem to be doing well in cup tournaments i'm not falling for it i'm sure we'll shit the bed this weekend no doubt no doubt what, what it but it was me. it was nice it was it was nice it was nice to see like they seemed happy they seemed together celebrating together a little love Bonda vibes. Can we, can we call this? But, can
0: we call this a cup set? Because it's Chelsea Football Club. Boy, that's
1: so sad, isn't it? How yep. how the mighty have fallen. Where now? I can say in a sarcastic tone, you just got beat by Chelsea Football Club <laughs> to Aston Aston Villa,
0: Aston Villa. To the
1: Villa to the Villa, who have been very well uh, doing very well. Yeah, this and, and you couldn't an I- beat them
0: in the league when it would actually help my Spurs you know, no. but you, you can do it and, and, and score a cup set, but that, that's, cool.
1: yeah. Villa's been I mean, stumbling a little bit lately. Anyhow, I'm happy for it. And, um,
0: well, cool. enjoy your, I'm, enjoy I'm your day until uh, you go back to your therapist's office this Saturday.
1: That's right. <laughs> Anyhow, we, we are back again. Um, as promised, we have a ton of content coming. We've got supporter groups, episodes dropping very, very soon. In fact, um, you're probably listening to this on a Thursday, so our first one is going to come out tomorrow, and that will feature terminus legion and faction. We had a very good conversation. Bring your tissues. <laughs> so far, definitely, we're doing a really for
0: saps like you, Glenn.
1: We're doing a really good job on the five side with these supporter group shows of keeping the crying streak alive and well. I am a easy cry. There are things that get to me um, easily, and I'll kind of leave it at that. I don't want to spoil everything we talked about, but it was some of the initiatives that these supporter groups are taking on, and just what being a part of this culture and the sport, and and how it's bigger than just soccer, it means a lot to me, and it brings up some uh, happy and less happy memories from my childhood. So yeah, I I frequently tear up. Anyhow, I I think you'll you'll find it pretty emotionally impactful as well. So, you know, maybe just have
0: You know, I want to I want to interject by. I want to interject here and just, you know, p- take a moment to point out that uh you know, we're, we do a podcast where we talk about sports right? And (laughs) sports, no, 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 but, but sports in general have always been kind of the uh, territory of men and male pundits Mm -hmm. or males that, you know, want to yell at each other really loud and prove who's more manly by who can yell louder about why they're right about certain sportsy things. Um, I very much appreciate the fact that uh, you really are the antithesis of a toxic masculine person. Uh, And we sit here and banter about sports back and forth with, a guy who's not afraid to uh, show his emotions and to women. And I think on today, which uh, we're, we're recording on February 7th. And today is national girls and women in sports day. I feel it like, is. it's I feel like it's appropriate to, uh, to call that out. And I also want to uh, put a massive shout out to all the ladies at Atlanta United that work at Atlanta United, that make this thing happen because so much of the day-to-day operations is run by women. And I think it's not always recognized that, you know, Hey, women do have a vital role in terms of creating this whole sports experience thing that, you know, consumes the lives of many, many people. So that's my shout out here,
1: here. And to more of it and to an eventual women's team here, I have my credit card ready. Yep. Season tickets standing by. I will be there. Um, If you're not watching the women's game at the club level or at the international level for whatever reason, you need to start. Because in a lot of ways, these games at both levels are more entertaining than the men's games. In in all honesty, as far as the quality, the intensity, and I don't know if that comes from just inherently or... I imagine I'm not a woman, so I can't speak to it. Feeling that they have to be more intense. Like they've got to give more because they still haven't earned that respect.
0: Well, I think that's all. I think it's also cool to note that, at least with the women's side of soccer things, there is no difference in play, in strategy, in positions and it is you know, the
1: same it's game
0: the same game it's just played some for people, the same
1: amount of time we're not even talking three right, sets uniform, versus five even sets the and tennis.
0: Are, even the uniforms are the same they're different colors and whatever yes but they're not out there wearing women's cut kits like we wear for fun right like every everything is the same it truly is one of the few professional sports entities that are out there where everybody's on equal playing terms I
1: love all the more to reason to pay the ladies I love to see it growing. Excited for the expansion of the NWSL, Bay City. yep, Yep. Very cool. I believe Boston is up next. Yes. Very cool. Um, It's a great, great thing. So check that out. Support it. Support the game. Support the growth of it. And thank you very much for the kind words. It's it's unnecessary. I see what you're trying to do and keeping the crying streak alive. It is not going to work tonight. But... (laughs) I do appreciate it. And I think it says something else about this game, which we also talked about and touch on probably each of the supporters groups episodes about the unifying aspect of this sport and how people from all different cultures, identities, orientations, nationalities, political ideologies, and even a Spurs and a Chelsea supporter, can can get along. We are meant to hate each other and we do not.
0: No, it's pretty cool, um, actually.
1: You know, hey, it's hey, it's wonderful. It's wonderful.
0: There, there was, in fact, um, some footy being played today that
1: that's yes, what we're
0: actually here we, to talk
1: about. We, I feel like we have to do this every episode. We have to clarify after about 10 minutes in that we're actually an Atlanta United podcast <laughs> and we do have some Atlanta United things to discuss. So we did play Montreal today. Joseph was not there, even though it seems not seems he is.
0: Yeah, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Joseph to Montreal,
1: Glenn? We talked about this when we did our "Where Have All the Five Stripes Gone?" Part two. He was he was there of where he could land. I thought maybe his time in MLS was done, but Montreal, if you're going to stay in MLS, makes sense because it checks one of two boxes. Joseph either is going to get his bag. I don't know how big that bag's going to be in Canada. I don't know the conversion rate. You can get a baguette <laughs> or it's a good fucking joke. Or that
0: was good. That was
1: good. He can be the man. He needs one of those two things. He needs one of those two things. He can be the man in Montreal. Yeah. And I think he's a, he's a Tam player. He's not DP. So he's not getting quite that bag, but I imagine high Tam a million plus is what I would guess. We'll see, but he can be the man there. And the bar is a little bit lower. Like Tam Player, if they get the production that they that he gave Miami, 12 goals, you know, three, five assists. If he can do a little bit better than that, 15 goals, six, seven, eight assists, I think that's pretty good value. So I think he might have some joy and success there. I hope he does. I really want that for him. I don't want him to fade away and just be talked about as this player that had a great three years. I don't want that for him. I hate the way things have happened for him. I truly do. Because when we build this statue, I, I want him to feel even, even better about it. So I hope it works out for him. It's just a one-year deal, much like it was at Miami. There's with the an option.
0: option. Yeah, there's an, an option. option.
1: And that's smart on Montreal's part. That's smart. So I hope he balls out. I hope he does well. I hope he's the reason, if Montreal does anything this season, gets a sniff, at the playoffs or, you know, fifth, sixth in the table, whatever. I hope their success is largely attributed to him just for his own sake.
0: It, it hit me and it hit me in the feels Cause you know, I think everybody and their brother who's on Insta follows him on Insta. So it hit me in the feels that his like, you know, bienvenue to Montreal post um, was Spoke an- very good French. He really did. I was gonna. I was gonna call that out. Like his French accent was so on point. I was very impressed. And
1: he rocks a peacoat surprisingly well.
0: Oh, he's always been a very sharp
1: dressed man. Yeah, You can't no argue what with he puts the wardrobe. On, clothes just love him. Yeah, they just. He's just one of those guys. Things just fit. Yep. Nope. It's yep.
0: it's. He's got that body. Like he 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 his 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 uh upper yeah. body is like born to wear a Perfect. suit. He looks great in a sharp. suit. Sharp. Sure. Um, but his, his Insta picture to welcome to Montreal was him in a Montreal kit, him in a Miami kit, and then him in a United kit, but wearing the armband for United. And mm-hmm. it just kind of got me in the yeah, field sure. because, you know, no matter where Joseph goes, you know, he's got Atlanta in his heart. Um, even with everything that happened. And, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why we'll always still love him. I think most everybody would really, really root for him except for when he's playing us. Um but I think I think he's he's walking into based on what we saw today. He's walking into a really interesting situation tactically.
1: Which which um which Atlanta United kit was Joseph wearing? I'm assuming it was not light blue with a phoenix? No, it was not um it it was
0: not the, okay. uh, the, the it was not the uh, believe in blue land Sam the Eagle
1: kit. <laughs> I think this was deliberate on Atlanta United's part. This kit leak reveal. Because it's kind of happened this way a couple couple of years now, so I was I was there that night. I was working he was that in the Hawks building.
0: Game. Glenn was has in the, put wait wait wait. Glenn has put eyes on the new kit. He so seen I'm it walking I'm walking
1: around the, the tunnels at State Farm Arena, getting everything set for the Hawks game. And in walks Bogey. Just walking down the hallway, and I just wave to him, and I I see the kit. I'm like, why is he wearing a parlay kit from 2019? <sighs> Whoa, wait, wait, hey, hold up. Oh, oh, and then sure enough, 15 minutes later, I see the photographer there taking the photos. I'm like, oh dear, <laughs> do I say something? Probably not. I just let it go. And then sure enough, 15 minutes later, it's up on up on the, on everywhere, on every everywhere. social. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, you know what? I'm fine with it. It's kind of awesome. Guys, it's fire. Yeah. seeing it in I... person. If, if you're kind of on the fence about it, like we've all been with a lot of these kits that come out. I was on the fence about the throat slash kit, the five lines running down. Yeah, it kind of looks like you got your throat slash and blood running down the shirt, yeah, does it not? Okay. The five okay. lines. Five lines don't stop. Um, and then you see it in person. And you're like, you know what? Dig it. I, Y'all going to dig I, this everybody, one. Everybody looked looks good in that great. kit. That
0: kit made it, look. The black kit made everybody look good. That was a dope, dope a dope kit. Agreed.
1: Agreed. This one's good. I really like it. I really like it. No, I don't think it ain't looks anything like Colorado Rapids light blue kit that they had. I love the continued nods like they did with the 404 even though maybe it wasn't perfectly executed but nods to the city. Yeah. It's great.
0: I uh um, and they've I, got uh, the
1: the resurgence uh the they got the tag on the back of the shirt. The back of the shirt is just plain. You can have I, it, I love the know, fact that that, that whatever, they, but it's great. You know, I-
0: the, the fact I want to point out that uh, we have won cups in kits that were inspired by tifos. Just saying,
1: that's true. Our Phoenix tifo that we did, and we, did, we, we had the, the Phoenix King TIFO Peach
0: for the playoffs, and we had the King Peach, where very you know, good we, omens. So I'm just saying, you know, we're here with we're here with all that we're here with all the very positive good omens. Vibes. Very here good omens. no, I re- I yeah. really like it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to wear. Um, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really sharp, really, really cool design. Um, and I I did, I did hear somebody mentioned that, um, the, the, the intentional leak of the kit, like to get everybody talking and buzzing and, you know, whatever, it's, it's really a very smart marketing ploy, um, on the, on the part of the club. I mean, like it's all, everybody's talked about this week since it dropped. So,
1: so you you got the hype built up. So, and don't uh, even say anything, just don't even say anything. I think it's smart on their part. Yeah, uh, so that was cool, and also um, Yorgos, he prefers to go by by Yorgos or Yako or Tank, not Gigi Gal, not Gigi, and Saba were at the game that night, and that was pretty cool because I got a chance to go over and talk with them for a minute, and they were very gracious, and I just got to express our gratitude and our love for having them here, and for choosing, choosing to play for our club. These are talented players. Their backs are not up against the wall. They have choices. And it's very cool that players of their pedigree, skill level, quality as a player and a person have decided to commit long-term to this club in really important roles, particularly for Yorgo stepping into the biggest role um, that this club has. To offer and it will continue to be one of the biggest rules because the nine is gonna be you're the guy you're the man it, it
0: always it always and forever is it's the, the guy who put the guy who scores the points the guy right. who sports is the sports and sports yes. balls, you know, more than the other sports are sporting that's always gonna be <laughs> true. You know that he's all you know, and and it's and it's a again, it's a really hard role that not everybody is suited for. And uh, again, the fact we talked about it last week, the fact that Yorgos has really not just put the team but the city on his back and said, nah, y'all are going to learn how to say my name." You know what? Your name is Yorgos Yakumakis. We can all say it right now. We're still working on the. We're still working on. We're still working on Schlitz
1: malt liquor. I made sure (laughs) Schlitz malt liquor. I did make sure the PA announcer, Big Tigger, for the Hawks, got those pronunciations correct. Public he had service no trouble. right there. He had Do no trouble service. with he had no trouble with either Yorgos Yakomo Makis and Saba Logj Log Janitse. Log,
0: Lobjinitse.
1: Uh, Lob, Lob, even I'm having trouble with it. Anyhow, <laughs> that was it was really cool. It was a cool night. It was cool to see the kit in person just by happen circumstance and cool to hang with the, the boys for a minute. Anyhow. On to the match. Oh, actually, before the match, uh, let's thank Mason Mill real quick, our continued sponsor, and we really appreciate them. Chiropractor in town off of McConnell-Mill Drive in Decatur, Georgia. The best one in Decatur, Georgia. The best one in Georgia, probably beyond that, too. Give them a call at 404-321-0082. Ashley or Rachel will be on the other end of the line, and they will get you set up with your appointment to see Dr. Cohen or Dr. Farisi, or if you prefer, you can just go on the web and book your appointment that way. But if it's your first time, probably give them a call because you're going to go in for your initial evaluation. They're not just going to take you in and just pop your joints and send you on your way. They're actually going to get to know you and your body's physical needs and also just get to know you as a person. It's a really family um, family-oriented, and it feels like going to see family when you go to see your chiropractor, which is important, uh, at least for me, when I'm seeing a health provider of any sort, I need to know that they're invested uh, in, in my my health because my health comes first. All right. So this match, we don't really have traditional takes on this. It was two 60-minute periods, a kind of mishmash of players, but we have some general thoughts. You want to start? Sure.
0: Things I, that I stood think, out to you? So uh, what was pretty cool in this match is we got our first look at what I think, you know, our first choice midfield looks like. Um yeah. Because we had Mayumba playing with Sleesh. Sleesh. I can say his name without. Now,
1: I, I, I want to know what he actually prefers because I do hear even Longshore pronouncing it both ways. Yeah. So if he's cool. Both ways, then that's cool, but just want to make sure I get it right. So if I hope it's just because of the Schlitz malt liquor, right. um, Which I think we could still roll with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I also, you know, there, there were some issues with the, with the live stream on this one. And I I, I hope we all continue to realize that, Hey, uh, if you were in the YouTube channel, you saw a lot of comments from Montreal players who weren't getting their own live stream or radio broadcast coverage, and right. our team is, our team is live, brought, live, live streaming all of the preseason except for one match. And on top of that, flew down our radio guys, Jason and Mike, to call the matches. So it's not like you're watching dead air and just looking at soccer. You're getting an actual, hey, preseason with a, you know, with, and, and they've been doing the full production cool. too with the pre and the post game as well. So like, you know, Matt snaps to the club for putting the content out there that we all want to see so we can get excited yes. about this season. Yep. Um, so it was, it was, I think it it was really good, especially to see Tristan and Slitz or Sleesh, whichever you prefer today, uh, work on building their chemistry together. And I think that is a dynamic that, uh, we are going to hopefully very much enjoy, um, this year. Uh, I, I do want to read a comment from the YouTube that I happen to take a a picture of because, um, you know, I spent all last year bitching and moaning about the lack of having an enforcer on the pitch. And mm. um, th- th- there was a, a guy in the YouTube feed that, that uh who is Polish who said, uh, and I quote, his name is Nico Dem. In Poland, he was the robot. He run a lot. He was everywhere. If he learned tactic, he will be the king of midfielders. We just signed this guy to Great. what? Four years, four year deal, four year deal. Right. That's,
1: that's excellent. <laughs> that's coming um, from somebody who, seemingly knows him has watched enough of him Yeah, knows his play well enough to know that if he can just kind of fit in with the style of play of this club in this league that he's going to dominate. Okay.
0: I'm I'm yes. Yes, please. And the way, you know, having, having, having Sleesh back there allowed Tristan this, you know, for when Tristan was on the field to push up and be more offensive minded. Tristan had a couple of really good looks at goal. He had, really good really mm-hmm. i think really good passing uh opening up different spaces to allow the wingers to work um so that was that was something that that jumped that was something that was one one thing that jumped out at me and then um
1: how about caleb he jumped out at me i first of all i was happy that he was fit enough to go third i was after, surprised I didn't think after, we'd after his see him back injury
0: yeah i didn't think we'd see him back this soon which um,
1: what's what's going on usmnt why does greg g- 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 hate us What do you have against us? Why does he keep hitting our hurting our players? I I, first it was Miles, now it's Caleb. Wish I knew, Greg. If you could, if you could just stop doing that and maybe also implement some general tactical ideas. But I digress. (laughs) That would be really appreciated. But he looked good too, combined with Jande. Yeah, like and and that was Jande. In truth, he looked like uh, like in the first thirty, he was our most dynamic attacking threat. Caleb Wiley, I, I really don't think we're keeping him. Past this season. I I think we're going to be hard-pressed. The right number is going to come. I think so.
0: I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, so. dis- I wouldn't, I wouldn't, dis- I would hope that we could keep him because I, I think he really oh, I want to, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a big old difference maker. And to have that double sided offensive threat coming from either side of the wing and then coming from the back, the back of the to have somebody who's got his offensive eyes, but also his defensive vision and read like the, it's he, a,
1: very yeah. well, very well balanced, especially today it was very well balanced. Yeah.
0: And balance was another thing I noticed today was John Silva. Um, I think, when we look, took a look at his body of work after he came in here from the transfer window, the big question mark was, OK, cool, he can score some flashy goals, but could he can he be defensively responsible uh, today in, you know, during his time on the pitch? I think he showed a lot more defensive awareness uh, and he was a little bit less quick to take off and make the mistake or, you know, put the ball in a bad place that left it open for dispute. He had mm. much, I think he had, I think he did much better on, on the defensive side of the ball today. Um, so that's really encouraging is, it, you know, again, the the work that's being done, we said this a couple of episodes ago, but the work that's being done on both sides of the ball, like it just, it, it seems and feels like it's more complete. So really like that. Um, Noah Cobb is continuing to impress me. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that the goal Montreal scored is on Abram, even though Abram was the last defender back um, because it happened really fast. Like it was one of those kind of fluky things. The guy chested it I, down, whacked, you know, I'm, hit it.
1: But- I'm almost better with conceding this type of goal than the, the two others we saw in our previous two um friendlies against Memphis and against Birmingham, where it was the uh, communication. Like, I get it. It's preseason, but I don't want to see that. If we see this type of goal esque scored against us, okay, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to, but it's not that breakdown of just facepalm. Like, oh, come on, guys, guys, that's so soft. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, it was definitely not a Charmin goal. Let's let's we can all be real about <laughs> that. But it was
1: not Charmin soft.
0: It was not Charmin soft. But I I think you know <laughs> when you look at the you know the literal leap Noah Cobb appears to have been making um he is really going to make a very strong argument for a lot of playing time you know because i don't know that we're going to go to a three in the back unless things really need to be shaken up and it's just not as offensively minded as panetta seems to want to be tactically um so you know i don't know there
1: may be instances times when we have to due to personnel availability right. opponent You know,
0: I, but, but, you know, if you told me opening day that, that we're going to have Cobb and Gregerson or Cobb and Abram in the back, I would not be mad at that at all. I think he's ready. I think he's ready. And I think the more exposure and experience he gets, the better, like, like we're, we're seeing the tip of the iceberg with him. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was, that was really cool. And I I do want to mention that like, you know, during the call of the match, I was not hearing, the names of the defensive players being called all that much, even though Montreal had, especially, you know, even though Montreal had, especially in the second. Montreal was
1: poor, man. They, a lot of poor concessions, a lot of turnovers, a lot of cheap giveaways.
0: They what played is, a is... really weird tactical yeah, style. Great. Like uh, a very a high press, very it's high press. It.
1: And when I say high press, I mean, they're keeper too. Yo, yeah. Like I was yeah. going to say, it's been a minute since we had the sweeper keeper <laughs> action. Not um, since um, I guess the, I guess Montreal took a look at what Wayne Rooney was doing with DC United and said, "Yeah, let's copy Tyler Miller and just bring our keeper off our line." And when I mean off his line, I mean like up at the center circle.
0: Well, which he allowed, Tyler, Tyler he allowed, Wolf
1: eventually made him pay for that, but that it, was wild.
0: It it was it was very it was very weird, and I don't know if it's just newness of the tactics because they've got a new coach. Right. And that takes a minute. He to comes implement. from
1: Columbus Crew 2.
0: He I is believe. apparently Wilfred Nancy's protege.
1: Well, that's pretty good um, pretty good a stock reasonable you're coming pedi- from.
0: It's a, it's, a reasonable, it's a reasonable pedigree. I'm, I'm not going to. But I think what you see that's different between where Montreal is at and where we are at is – when our academy kids are you know second liners those 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 players that are on the bubble and looking to you know stay up with the first team the difference in quality between our youth and their youth was vast even yeah. though they did manage to get one past uh Quentin Westberg. um yeah, yeah it's just in terms of just you know the, the passing and the 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 vision on I I don't know it just felt very unbalanced in the second sixty minute period when it was a lot of you know well, our uh, you know, our incoming. academy
1: might be further along we might be, have more mature players
0: I mean it shouldn't be the case considering that you know Montreal's been around the league longer than we have
1: you know I don't know enough about Montreal's academy to know how much emphasis they put on I, it yeah I wouldn't either I just you know jump I, you know, I just and, know what we put on ours and it's a lot yeah. So it doesn't shock me to go up against another's academy and actually show out pretty well or in most circumstances better.
0: Well, and and speaking of 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 Tyler Wolf, I, I think if you're looking at the two players that are like literally like putting their stamp on this preseason, it's it's him and Cobb because Wolf has also, in the minutes he's been given, uh, made a very loud and vocal case for uh him needing to play more. And you know
1: who hasn't? For who? for me no firmino really hasn't and that's fine he's still gonna be a great player and very versatile and very valuable but he he kind of hasn't found like as the 10 today he wasn't really finding the spaces and he kind of hasn't been that doesn't it's just preseason it's, I don't
0: I don't know that I don't know that I would agree with that he was all over the place in Birmingham like he looked ridiculous in Birmingham
1: um but he wasn't really impacting the play you can be all over the place and not contribute he didn't really he, contribute he, much. He wasn't finding the ball. The ball wasn't getting he scored to him.
0: Are you did did we watch the same Birmingham? He scored a goal. Like he had
1: maybe he, I'm com- conflating that with um Memphis.
0: Maybe. I I think with the Memphis match he took a he took a while to grow into the I game and actually find it. his yeah. and and actually find his rhythm. I don't okay. think he, all right. yeah, I don't I don't think all he right. did poorly. I don't think he did poorly today, but I, I don't, you know, yeah, I, I he, all right. That's fair. You know, I, 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 and I, and I think it's, it's in a, he's in a weird, a, a bit of a weird training situation because they're having to play him at the 10. I don't know that because, because Tiago's not here, right? The, so I, fair. I don't know. So
1: mm.
0: they're learning a Where system. Where would he of,
1: be if Tiago right, were? So they're here. learning
0: a system mm. of offense that's really going to be designed to work within Tiago's skill range. And this isn't a knock on Firmino, but I think Firmino's role long term with the okay. team while we have Tiago is going to be different.
1: Speaking of Thiago, are we concerned that he's just not getting much of a preseason? He's not going to have as long as an offseason. I mean, he's playing real meaningful minutes for the youth national team in Argentina to get into the Olympics, which we were just talking about before we hit the record button on here. Argentina is not a shoe in for the Olympics yet. They've got some big matches this week, one on Sunday that might. Be like crucial for them in that they might actually need a result like a win, and if they don't, Argentina might not be heading to the Olympics. But we were thinking, okay, if we had to choose when we were going to lose Tiago for either Copa or for the Olympics, my leaning was well, let's leave, let's uh, let's lose him to Copa because at least Copa is here; he doesn't have to travel halfway across the world. But you brought up the good point of the timing, as far as when Copa takes place, the length of it,
0: well, so and because what about
1: competitions a- are going on. Yeah,
0: because Copa is about a month long competition, so basically we would lose Tiago for League's Cup, as opposed to losing him for um, we would lose him for regular regular
1: you know, play, MLS regular season, for regular season
0: for Copa. We're gonna lose him for regular season matches, but if he plays in the Olympics, we're gonna lose him for we're for, for leagues, league's Cup. You know, I don't know, and, and we I, don't.
1: I don't care about leagues
0: no uh, I, if he played playing in the Olympics is going to showcase him better you know it would be the better fit yep he's gonna play mm-hmm. more in the Olympics than he would in Copa on the first team um you know either way you know whatever happens I don't expect to have him for a good chunk of the summer right it's just a matter of when we I when just we hope don't he comes here
1: and he's there. not burnt
0: I don't think so, and I don't think that this is bad for him to be down there playing meaningful minutes. He's getting, obviously, he's already in you know as close to full fitness as he can be, or at least in a in a reasonable
1: state of fitness
0: to keep you know go out there and you know throw seventy to seventy to ninety minutes or more during these games that actually mean something. (laughs) Um, You know, from a team chemistry standpoint, I mean, I I mean, Tiago kind of creates his own chemistry. You know, he's the one there opening up the spaces that everybody else has to kind of like figure out, oh, hey, this is where Tiago is going to put the ball. But Tiago can put the ball wherever Tiago needs, wherever the ball needs to go. He's got that level of control. So I'm not concerned about him missing preseason per se. Um, I just kind of
1: want him to get him get in the mix with the new players.
0: Well, and I I think but he's still got a couple of weeks to do that because one way or another, their their last match is going to be this weekend. Right. So he'll be back on Monday or Tuesday. So he will at least get one preseason match under the belt. He'll definitely get a couple of weeks of training in, you know, and he's been here for two years now. So it's not like he doesn't know how the world works. He's not the brand new guy. So, you know, I I think I think we're not going to be in a bad in a bad place with him having done this. I think. It'll be a little bit harder for him to get his head back into it if, for whatever reason, Argentina fails to qualify. It certainly won't be on him because he's had a hell of a tournament. Um, what is he? Four goals and like how many assists? Like, it, like he has been on fire. It would you couldn't pin it on him if you wanted to, but I don't know that he's not the person that would say, "What else could I have done?" And maybe get in his head a little bit about it. You never know these 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 hot-blooded Argentinian tens. They they tend to get you know they're emotional people about their sport.
1: All right. I'm sold. I'm sold on that. Anything else with, with this match?
0: So there were, there were two other things that I noticed. And one thing I wanted to to point out is like, it's really, it's been nice to get longer extended looks at what Tiari can do and really figure out if he is going to be the best fit that we have in the backup striker role. Right. We really didn't get to see him play a whole lot last season at all. He was on the pitch for a couple of minutes here, a couple of minutes there, You know, maybe got a look or two. We never really saw him like get into the rhythm of game state and see what his brand of soccer and physicality brings to the table. We've been getting to see that for the first time. Um, I I enjoy his play. He's got a lot more speed, I think, than I thought he did. Um, and, And he he's very hard to get off the ball. Um, so he's, he's finding himself, you know, he hasn't put a lot in the back of the net yet. Nobody has. Um, I I think that's going to come obviously when we have more midfield winger or fullback chemistry going, that's going to get the ball up front even more. Um, but I think, you know, giving him this time with the team and to give him more minutes is going to do nothing but help him help his confidence. And, you know, I I don't know that we necessarily go out and look for another backup striker in that position. There was some discussion that we might because we didn't know if this guy was going to be able to like step up and do the role. But I think he's proving, you know, I think so far the the jury might still be out, but I think the jury is moving more in a positive direction for him. And then the, the other note that I had was just, you know, I'm finally starting to see like an implementation of an actual system. Like, I look at the play and the interplay between the wingers and the fullbacks. um, And when you swapped players out for the second period, I can see Luke Brennan putting a ball where he thinks Asaba or Mascara is going to be and then expecting, you know, one of the academy kids to get there. Like, you can kind of see this roadmap of where the play is going and how, you know, the first team play, you know, how the, 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 the first selection players with, you know, your, you know, with your subs can go in and out of the pitch, but still be doing the same things. It's not Hmm. something I really noticed before Hmm. it's made you think, hasn't it?
1: I mean, it's, it's good. It's good to see. I think that's what comes when you start having some continuity in your squad.
0: Yeah. When you start retaining
1: some, some spine uh, uh, of your team. And if you stay healthy and you reestablish that identity that we've kind of been lacking a little bit over the years, trying to find our way again, last year was the transition year into what we're seeing right now. Yeah. So if we can establish that this year, establish it this year, and then continue on I'm not saying that we're going to be like you know the Braves, where we just lock players up for seven, eight years, and you just know who your core is, and you just know you're going to win your division and not the series for <laughs> seven years uh, in a row. But you know what I'm saying? Like if we can get this new brand going, which isn't all that dramatically different from the from the old brand, no, and the Atlanta United way again
0: a lot of explosive we're gonna be all right. yeah a lot of explosive transition like and a lot of speed speed on the pitch speed. on yeah the pitch. that's what
1: i'm looking for most yep. this year apart from obviously our defensive woes and just shoring up silly mistakes like any team should do yeah that's not really my that should just be yeah we should just take care of that what i want to see us do and what i've been wanting this team to do and what i think we're set up to do is to hit in transition We don't need to be a counter-attacking team, per se. You know, like the Red Bulls are just a pressing team. Right. But we can hit you in transition. We're built for it. And we were in 17 and 18. We scored a boatload of goals that way. Atlanta United used to just terrify teams. Yeah, you blink and it was
0: already in the back of
1: the net. And we're we're there. And I hear Gonzo. That was the cool thing about today, actually. If there was going to be... One positive thing about the COVID era of football, it was that you could hear everybody talking. Yeah. Coaches and players. And we're chatty. That's good. I want to hear that communication. I did hear Gonzo saying a lot. Control, control, calm, tranquilo, reset. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But I still I, I don't want it to all just be, okay, we got the ball, everybody calm down. There are times when you need to do that. Please take those times. Just know when it's time to go. As well, and let's take advantage because we've got speed, we've got position, we can win. We're gonna be winning. I expect to be winning the ball more midfield in those dangerous transition moments. And I expect Schliss Malt Liquor to be serving those up and and to be able to start that break quickly. And for a Caleb and a Jande and a Yorgos to be expecting that, to be ready to go to know, oh, look, they're out of position. Bartos just won a ball off a great tackle. Here it comes. Yeah. And let's take advantage of those moments, please, as opposed to what we had seen of just, okay, we won the ball, but
0: we didn't do we anything with, with it or yeah. we went backwards.
1: So that's I don't want what to I go want backwards. backwards.
0: I don't no. want to see, I don't want to see backwards soccer. And I don't want no. to no. see brain. I don't want to see brain if, now, if
1: it's a chaotic moment and you just need to calm things down. That's, that's totally fine. I'm not saying this as a rule where you just got to hit them in transition every time just take advantage of those moments and know when the moment is there and go that's what I want to see this Meaning- year that's what I'm looking for more than anything else
0: meaningful possession possession yes. that does something not just possession yep. for the sake of possession yep all right yay anything else about it that was that, that about that that about does it for me
1: okay well we squeezed 40 minutes out of just a friendly. We always come on here and say that we have every intention of uh, this one. It's just a friendly. We're probably only going to have like 20, 30 minutes uh, to talk about. We ended up talking much more, mostly because I get emotional or go off on some silly pun tangent or whatever. And you're very gracious for putting up with it and getting us back on track and getting it to this point where we can say, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to all this extra content that we're putting out. And thank you for listening to our upcoming supporter group episodes. And please hit the share button on these ones in particular. We we love when, when you want to share anything that we're, we're putting out there, it's really appreciated. You want to hit that like button. You want to smash the share button on any of your social platforms, any of your pod feeds, whatever. It's really appreciated. This is something more, this is important. And we're trying to dispel some notions about supporter groups and maybe you feel or have heard that they can be exclusive or do I really belong in this? We're trying to dispel all that you belong. It's important work that's being done and it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It takes people. It takes time. It takes energy. And it's an investment of all those things of your time and energy. And I promise you the return on investment that you get is better than anything else you're going to get so if you wouldn't mind please help us spread the word on these shows so we can keep this thing growing do your part and help us grow this club grow this sport that we all love so much and we want to see become even bigger and more prominent in this country on both the men and women's front yeah yeah all right so all that said Thanks again. We really, really appreciate it. We will be back, um, actually, tomorrow. just tomorrow with a with a new episode, and then Saturday is our last match that no. the club is going to stream.
0: Is it the last one that they're going to stream?
1: Yeah, because Sporting is behind. Uh, it's uh, it's behind closed doors, and it's not being streamed, which I get because I think we're getting a little bit closer to match day, and Gonzo doesn't want to give anything away. I think that's going to be like a real look at what we're what we're going to look like in the real season and I get it for tactical reasons. Right. That's that's totally fine. Who do we play Saturday? Is it the Rowdies? It is
0: the Rowdies in their home in their home in their home space, but it is still closed. Cool. There
1: won't be supporters there unfortunately. Right, still closed, but we're fortunate enough, y'all. Yep. That our club is going to stream this for us. Don't take that for granted. Don't take for granted what we have here and be a part of this. And, and participate. All right. So we'll be back on Friday with our supporters groups episode, and then we'll be back actually Sunday with another five takes episode. So until then, y'all be good. We will be back.
0: lee tweet 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 tweet.
1: Kristen, we miss you. Get well.
0: <laughs> yeah.